Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Joshua Cahan, and today's daf is Shabbat, page 111, daf Kuf Yud Aleph. Today's daf grapples with a core principle of the laws of Shabbat, the roles of kavanah, of intention, in determining whether you have violated a Shabbat restriction. The issue is centered on a dispute between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda about whether you are liable for davar she'ino mit kaven, the unintended consequences of an action. We normally think of the laws of Shabbat as a system of specifics, specific forbidden labors, specific definitions, specific categories. But the Talmud assumes that the laws of Shabbat are a single interconnected system. This system is built on basic universal principles that guide how all of the specifics are applied to real life. And in turn, these specifics are the subject of key defining disputes. Disputes that, in their fullest form, have the potential to radically expand or limit the extent of the Sabbath restrictions. One of the most central of these principles is the question of intentionality. It is a question of how we are to to think about the application of the categories of forbidden labor. When things are forbidden, are they about what or I what I actually do, or what happens as a result of my action? Am I responsible for all of the effects of my action, or only the ones that I intended and wanted to cause? The consequences of this thing, distinction are significant. If I open the refrigerator to get some milk, am I responsible for the fact that the motor goes on to recool? If I walk across the lawn on Shabbat, am I responsible for the blades of grass that are uprooted by my feet? Including unintended consequences has the potential to make the laws of Shabbat very restrictive indeed. Rabbi Yehuda forbids all unintended consequences. This means that he expects you to think through all potential side effects of an action before you undertake it on Shabbat. Rabbi Shimon argues that we are accountable only for those things that we intend to do. In the classic example, you can't dig a ditch, but you can drag a heavy object. And if it makes a rut in the floor, so be it. That's not your problem. The essential distinction seems to be one between what you cause and what you do. When we talk about damage to another person's property... We're interested in any damage that you caused. The fact that you just wanted to play catch in the street is of little interest to me if your ball happened to smash my windshield. You are responsible for any consequence of your action that you could reasonably have foreseen. Rabbi Yehuda suggests a similar standard for Shabbat. We can imagine him arguing that if we have such a standard for measuring the harm to others... 
how could we possibly use a lower standard for deciding when we have injured God? Rabbi Shimon responds that ritual law is a different kind of realm entirely. There is no question of physical harm of any kind. There is no loss that needs to be paid back. There is only the issue of breach of trust. We should, therefore, only be asking whether God has reason to feel that we have disrespected or disregarded God's command to make Shabbat holy. Unintended consequences are simply removed from that realm. They have no place. Our attitudes and beliefs about God and the world are reflected, Rabbi Shimon says, in what we choose to do, not in the side effects that are not of concern. This is, in a sense, reversed from the way we're used to thinking. Intention is usually a corollary of action. We're interested primarily in what you have done, and consider intention only to determine the severity of a crime. Is it murder or manslaughter? Or the extent of my liability? But in ritual law, intention is often the essential thing. The same act of devotion can be either proper or idolatry. The same hut may be a valid ritual object, a sukkah, or just a summer gazebo, depending on my intention. The same can be said of actions that affect our relationships. If you are late for a meeting with me, it makes all the difference in the world why you were late. If you stop to run errands, I feel disrespected and belittled. But if you had an emergency, it will not damage our relationship at all. The damage done by the action is hard to quantify, and is, in any case, beside the point. The real issue is that I am always looking for signals in how you act about how you feel about me. I'm looking for confirmation of the respect, the friendship, or the love that I have come to expect and that I need from you. When my key concern is less what you have done than what those actions say about what or whom you value, intention really can feel like everything. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.